Welcome to the Polyhedral Pub. Raise a glass and roll some dice. This is our 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons campaign, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, taking place in the Dragonlands campaign setting. Episode 2, Remembering Ispen Greenshield. Last time, on the road to the small town of Bogler to attend the funeral of a dear friend, Ispen Greenshield, an attack by some evil dragon-like humanoids brought our six heroes together. Once in Vogler, the group met up with Ispen's good friend Becklin Baharin, a knight of the crown. Reception was to be held that night at the tavern known as the Brass Crab, on this the eve of the town's annual Kingfisher Festival. So let us rejoin our heroes at the funeral of Ispen Greenshield. make your way back toward the brass crab uh, and you see that there is a large crowd starting to form and that the, near the dock there has been uh, a stage erected and you can see uh, the people seem to be congregating around that stage and it looks to be like a winch system over the over the dock has a like small canoe like boat and standing near it, you can see Becklin. Uh, you can also see a another woman standing near her who looks very finely dressed, very plain, yet finely dressed as well, uh, as well as a short, stout, dwarven woman. Is that the mm -hmm. first dwarf we've seen? I believe so. Hmm. Yeah, Vogler's mostly humans. Um... So you see night starts to fall, starts to get a little dark, sun starts to go down, people start gathering. You guys make your way back to the brass crab. Like okay, I said, you I, can see I get a nail as I pass through towards where the, the funeral is. Oh yeah, they're, they're just handing them out. Yalme, the, the, uh, the say barmaid, the owner of the brass crab, her name is Yalme. And she's just, one for you, one for you. Hey, you want one? You want, toast, to, toast to Ispen, toast to Green Shield, come on. Just handing them out, like, like everyone gets one, Cheers. if you want one. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Um, you see, those who were closest to Ispen Greenshield gather on the dock overlooking the Vingard River. Uh, if you start to approach, uh, especially maybe with with Spencer in view, uh, people start to part ways a little bit. You guys also the the six of you also look a lot more heroic, important. adventurely. <laughs> uh, maybe not even important. Just. A lot like you've seen more than your average fishing village person yeah. wearing, you know, like a tunic and breeches and stuff like that. You guys are wearing armor. You've got weapons on your side and <laughs> we've whatnot. Been, we've been through the character creator. They haven't. Yeah, there's a handful. There's a handful of other like warrior-looking people, right? Like I spent my time on the character creator. I yep. made a class. You're just An a hour every day, every game. I mean. Uh, oh. so they, they maybe part ways a little bit for you if you wanted to advance a little closer to the uh, oh, sure. oh, yeah, the happenstance of what's going on. Spencer Spen will yep. go pull Dorv up to a front row seat. Yep. Dorville's gonna like slink in the back. He's gonna keep an eye out in case anything fishy. No he's, he's got a fishing kit. He's, he's got a fishing like pole now. He's, he's looking still for got, fish. Like, the tackle box and fishing pole are like taking up both hands. And he's just like, standing <laughs> yeah. at the back. With he's, them. Got a, he's got a, whole, a mug of ale on top, balancing like. Yep, balancing. We forgot to ask: Is uh, Dorval old enough to drink? <clears throat> yeah. 
<laughs> to be like a hundred years old or something. Plus, oh, half elf, right? Oh, half elf. Oh, he's yeah. are you half elf or full elf? Half elf. That's right. Uh, but, but they cut a little path for you, and you you can hear that a musician plays a a very soft sounding song as uh, the knight Becklin Uthviharan steps forward in her ornate salamnic armor. It looks pristine, like she has polished it since you last saw her. I'm sure she has. Uh, <laughs> and she smiles gently at those assembled. Spit shine. She, she looks around the all the people as assembled. She sees Spencer, and you can just see her smile get a little bit bigger, like a general, like, nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. Oh, God, he's here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I saw him again. Uh, <clears throat> and her voice carries clearly across the water. You all knew Ispin as a friend. There were none like him. Before he died, he told me that there should be tales, not tears, for an old scoundrel like me, him. Uh, make sure that everyone knows my stories when I head off on the greatest adventure of them all. I'm sure every one of us could repeat at least a handful of Ispin Greenshield's tall tales. Whether they occurred or not, or whether they are fiction or fact, it doesn't matter. Fiction, non-fiction or fiction? <laughs> it doesn't matter. But we sat and listened or told our own stories to him. He will be missed. There will never be another Ispin Greenshield. On the eve of the Kingfisher Festival, we celebrate you, Ispin Greenshield. Good travels, friend. Until we meet again, and Becklin and the two other uh, women who are with her. I guess it only shows one woman in the, in the art. Uh, uh, the dwarven woman and Becklin start lowering this boat into the water. And Becklin leans down, gives it a good shove off into the river. Like, she looks around, gets handed a mug of ale, raises it into the air. She's like, to Ispin Greenshield, the greatest adventurer, she puts air quotes up, we yeah. all ever knew <laughs> or will ever see again. Cheers. She starts drinking. Cheers. Cheers! As, Cheers to you all, as everybody, nice. As everybody raises their glass, I'd like to take a look to see if there's anybody not... Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. Come on, roll good, Jimmy. High roll, high roll. Let's go. Roll good. That's oh not good. <laughs> You're so focused on balancing that that mug ale on top of Jesus your fishing equipment. Christ. You're like looking up, trying to look around, and you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, and you have to readjust for the balance of it, and you see your own feet and the fishing <laughs> equipment in front of you for the most of. You, you managed to cheers uh, as everyone else. You're a little late in saying cheers. Yes. <laughs> we, all, we all just hear the cheers, the single cheers in the back, like 15 <laughs> seconds <laughs> after the rest yeah. of us. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, the worst natty one of all time. Oh, that was. Oh. That's the one that's up at this session. <laughs> Spencer doesn't even uh, look back. He, he knows, like, I don't, I'm not going to acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
most unfortunate. <laughs> so you see people watch as the the little canoe carrying Ispen is just carried out into the river to the east uh, until it's out of sight. Uh, and only then, when it's out of sight, do such respect do people show Ispen Green Shield that until his body is past the horizon, uh, nobody leaves. Eventually, people start to leave. Uh, Becklin herself, uh, the dwarf beside her, and then the, uh, a very, you know, prim and proper looking, plainly dressed woman comes up. They start, the three of them start talking together, and Becklin turns and she's like, "If everyone would like to hang around the brass, the brass crab for the next couple of hours, we will, uh, we will toast again to Ispin's honor. We will have a few drinks, have a little, little something to eat." And we will tell tales through the night to remember our good friend Ispen Greenshield. Is, is one of the women his wife? Because as an old friend of Spencer's, Spencer would probably recognize his wife at the very least. Doesn't look like it. Okay. Do, was he oh. married? Uh, I don't think he was. Okay. Yeah, he's probably a, a very charlatan man who liked to get around <laughs> everywhere he went and get a little tang here, okay. a little tang there. Yeah, because if he That's had a wife, Spencer would know tang. his wife. But other than mm -hmm. that, like, yeah, you wouldn't mm -hmm. know. He would have. He would have talked about his wife nonstop. Yeah. Uh, so people start to kind of gather around the brass crab. Uh, Becklin heads inside along with the dwarf and the nice, nicely dressed woman. That's they, a good timing need, on that door. They need to oil that door. <laughs> really? Yeah, they do. <laughs> good timing. I hear the Beautiful sea timing. air is just murder on hinges. I need trash. to be oiled constantly or they begin to squeak like that. <laughs> oh, I have a thing. I wrote a, I wrote a tale first. You see people start to, you know, file in and get make themselves comfortable and have drinks and whatnot. Um... And Becklin's like, ladies and gentlemen, would anyone like to regale us with a tale of Espen Greenshield? Something either he told or that you did together or a tale you told him? Is there anything anyone wants to say? See, this, this guy stands up. Very, I say stands up, he's very drunk. <laughs> he stands up <clears throat> and he's got a big mug of ale and he's like, you know, like teetering in place and he's trying not to spill it <clears throat> and he, as he starts to speak he like all of a sudden like gains his balance as if he's concentrating really really hard on getting out what he has to say uh, he gets very somber uh, and he says Ispen Ispen was a very good man we were on a ship a long time ago and we were being chased by pirates, as you are when you're on ships. Uh, these pirates had... He puts his, his hands over they had horns. They were... <laughs> minotaur pirates. And they chased us for three days. We were starting to run out of food. Ispen decided, I don't know, if he's trying to lessen the weight, if he's trying to entice these horned people... Uh, he started throwing stuff overboard. Crates of goods and armor and hay and food until he got until he got to the good stuff. He started throwing over these crates 
and I ran over to try and stop him. But he looked at me dead in the eyes, and he says, Greg, we gotta get this cheese off the boat. It's too fucking heavy. So they th he threw the cheese. And the crates broke open on the water, and the minotaurs immediately halted their assault. So much did they want that cheese that it was more valuable to them than we were. <laughs> we took our opportunity, and we got the fuck out of there. And I called him Cheesy Ispin for a while. And he didn't like that, so I stopped. That's, that's, and he gets real, like, unsteady on his feet again. And he sits down. Ispin! And the crowd's like, Ispin! There's a few people like, I didn't hear it was minotaurs. I heard it was just, just people. And they threw over the crates that were just full of, like, money. I heard it was it was elves they threw over, and it was precious, precious tea that they wanted. It's just the story is so construed across so many people that it's Spen it's got like ten different versions of Spencer it. Spencer pipes in. He told me once he was chased by some hornet pirates, but this is this is not how I imagined it. I imagined a very different story. <laughs> took took inspiration from the wrong places of it. Apparently. Oh no! Oh my God! They were horned pirates. No, they were horny pirates. Horny pirates. down. So the crowd kind of starts murmuring. Is anyone else have any tales of Ispin Greenshield they want to share? Do any of you have tales of Ispin Greenshield you'd like to share? I guess Spencer will stand up. He's like, now, normally. Everyone shut up! <laughs> Everyone shut up! <laughs> Be quiet. Yes, Spencer? You've caught me a bit unprepared. <laughs> normally, normally, I would like to prepare something in advance, but. Uh, the news of his passing hit me quite recently, and I'm, I'm afraid I just. Could not prepare some well-conceived diatribe, but uh, ladies, gentlemen, friends, and and family of Ispen, uh, he was very special to all of us. A man full of uh, many tales. Uh, him and I had known each other for almost two decades now. He was an avid fan of my work ever since the early days. Uh, much like the good uh, captain here, he he came bounding up the street one day with a with a copy of Fifty Slides of Greg clutched in his hands and said, oh, "Please, sir, your book changed my life. Would you please uh, sign it for me?" And we got to talking over some drinks, and he told me so many stories over the years of. The various people and places he'd been, some rudimentary, some quite far-fetched, and I always found great inspiration in the things that he told me. Uh, the one thing he had always pushed upon me, though, is that he wanted to be a starring character in one of my books, and I always just sort of laughed at him and pushed him off, and unfortunately now... If I was to do it, he wouldn't get the chance to see it. But I feel the least that I can do 
is, as many of you know, I'm trying to finish my most famous work, the, the Dusk series. When I finish my conclusion, I will dedicate it to my dear friend Ispen's memory. And in that way, perhaps him and his stories can live on that much longer. To Ispen Greenshield, and I raise my, my ale up. Cheers! Ispen! Hello! Beckman's just... Yes, yes, very good. Very good. Anyone else? Anyone else? I finished my Krellin drink and I got another one. Krellin is not apt to go and uh, talk about his stories of uh, Ispen uh, visiting because of the secrecy of the area. Harambe's a little hesitant because the story's a little dark and not, and everyone seems to be kind of cheery. I don't want to darken the mood. Here's just a few people talking about, like while you're thinking of whether or not you want to say anything or not, a few people are speaking up as well. Like, Ispen, Ispen saved saved my family we were poor and broke and he he gave us bread for a fortnight and it allowed us to get back on our feet and i found a job and it's been great shield every now and then the the, the whole like <clears throat> tavern just erupts with like it's been great shield as people are telling their own stories and whatnot someone's like it's been what saved my whole village just by using his shield when he was so drunk that he, he was about to vomit. But he was about to vomit on the Lord's dog. And instead he vomited into his shield. And the the Lord was very thankful for that. So he allowed him to live. What? It's been great shield. It's been great shield. <laughs> I believe I have heard that one as well. He once walked into a bar ale? with a honeycomb and a jackass. Oh, oh God. <laughs> we never got that story. Finished. Never got. I'm so happy that people got it, though. Uh. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Did uh, he also plug the one I oh, say? Yes. <laughs> Milked the eel right oh. into the soup, which she ate. At least oh. I hope we did. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, okay. If, like, someone else starts to, to say another story. This, I once heard, this is extremely drunk as well. I once, mm, I once heard that Ispen spent the night in a rock's nest. High up in the Vingard Mountains. And you just hear from, like, the back of the room. <laughs> like a snort of derision. Just like, ugh. You're telling it worse than he did. And the person telling the story just like stops and gets very self-conscious and just sits back down and starts drinking their drink. You can see that the derision came from uh, a man at the back of the room, a very finely dressed young man, a very handsome young man with a sword at his belt. Uh, he's just like, I'm just, this man couldn't have done all of these things. He's just a, just a storyteller. It's very boring. Unfortunately, he's dead, but he's dead and gone. Get over it. Can I throw my cup of ale at him? Sure. Make a ranged attack roll. <laughs> uh, 
D20 with my proficiency, right? Is it an empty cup uh, of ale or a full cup of ale? I'll say, like, just, like, you know, that the little, like, camp. Those the drags. What's your, uh, <laughs> do you have proficiency in unarmed, or, sorry, improvised weaponry? You have the tavern uh, brawler feet. No. Then give me a d20 plus your dex mod. So it just be a flat d20. I think it should be the... <laughs> I'm too drunk, and I just uh, <laughs> throw it on the floor. Over the bar and I go, he was great. This I young man's just like <laughs> pathetic. Just as this whole thing could be a funeral, such all this for one man. It is a very finely dressed, handsome young man who is drinking downs his cup of ale. He's just like. I wasn't even going to bother to turn out for this shit show if the ale wasn't free. Ha! Huh. Swill that it is. Look. I'll go home where we have fine vintages of wine. Spencer's This is rather entertaining. Spencer speaks up. He's like, look, young man. I know that you have not lived many summers as of yet, but uh, once you uh, become old enough to drink in an establishment such as this, uh, you would find that a man such as Ispen, even if he did not do all of the things pertaining to his tales, he was a storyteller. And people love a good story. Take it from me. I've made quite the career of spinning yarns of many breadths and lengths. So, perhaps a bit of respect at the passing of our dear friend. Give me a persuasion roll. I'm not good at those ones. Those ones. Uh, ten. Ugh. He looks at you, <clears throat> and he's just like, it would be for a half-bit author to enjoy a half-bit adventurer. And he spits on the floor before turning and, like, put elbowing people out of the way to leave the tavern. It seems no. all that money. It seems all that money can't buy a good attitude. No, I was gonna, I was gonna oh. throw, I was gonna fucking vicious mockery him as he was leaving. Oh, but God. you know what? Fucking Spencer would let it go. Still leaning on the bar of the cup on the ground, like just kind of crunching a little bit his fist, going, <sighs> just, uh, just upset but can't verbally say it because the buzz is kicking it a little heavy. The cup mm. you just spiked. I like to imagine he didn't even throw the cup. He went to <laughs> throw the cup, and the bar, the bartender had like reached behind and taken it out of his hand. Throw <laughs> nothing. He turns around and they're just like cleaning, oh, cleaning the cup behind him, pouring him another drink. I pat Harambe on the shoulder and I go, my friend. Usually, those of simian inclination throw their feces and not the piss at. Whoever they're aiming at. He's not worthy of that honor. He's not worthy of anything. Besides almost, a good kick in the ass. I almost lost whiskey. Like, I fumbled that sip yeah. as you were saying that. And like, oh, oh, no. And I caught it. I'm feeling my well, pants. The there is nothing. I caught it. <laughs> the minute, well, the minute he said, oh, just a little bit left, I'm like, oh, the monkey piss. I need some monkey. Put a guy joke in my pocket. And I waited. <laughs> good man. Well played, sir. Just what I do, I make just drinks. Then, you, as as everybody's still a little bit steamy from this this one fellow, 
um, Duraville bangs his drink on the the bar counter, and he goes. He stands up. And he's like, "I remember a story of Espen Greenshield." Oh, he uh, there there was this one learned center, not far from where I used to where I grew up. That was in dire need of help. They had next to no children and next to no teachers. The teachers that they did have weren't very learned themselves, but Ispin took it upon himself to rebuild that one learned center, bring in extra children, and teach the teachers everything they needed to know and he brought it up and it was the most magical of things yeah, to Ispin some of the crowd's ah. like waiting for you to finish and he's like don't Ispin he's just waiting for that specific <laughs> moment do Ispin the crowd the crowd goes you know back to murmuring and whatnot like you generally hear in a bar or a tavern <clears throat> I did that just to try and calm everything down. <laughs> Seems to have worked. Like you look around, everyone's, you know, happy again. They're going about their business. The uh, intrusion of the young noble is kind of washed away. Uh, with that, Becklin and the, the dwarf woman come walking over. And she says, oh, that Bacarus the Younger is a real cunt, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I, are. I would imagine that. Young Rapscallion is one of the people that reside in that West Tide house we were warned about. Oh, uh, yes, that was that was Bacarus the Younger, uh, son of Bacarus Uth Estide, the Lord, and she air quotes big time, uh, <laughs> Lord Noble who resides there. Very wealthy, but a bit of a cunt. I. Excuse me, you must not have met my companion. Allow me to introduce Ridimir Iron Smile, the dwarf. And the dwarf looks over and she gives Becklin this big fucking elbow. I told you, if you call me Ridimir again, I'm going to elbow you in the kidneys. It's cudgel. Remember that. And she's like, I know, but I wanted to give them their proper name. The suspense is safe, glad, or what I've been telling you to read his books for all these months. And the dwarf looks over and she's like, oh, oh, you're the one who gets her all knickers in a knot then I gotta deal with after she's read your book she's a very good friend of mine she's been trying to get me to read your smut for all this time uh what, you your, your cudgel why yes your, Ispen spoke of you many a times told me lots about your various your journeys and your comings and goings uh, yes good, good I believe I even shield. I even very wrote good friend a, of mine. I even wrote a character about you. Uh, oh, he was he was quiet, and he almost wouldn't speak to me for months. Because how come how come my friend that I told you about gets to be in one of your books and I do not? Yes, it was. I uh, I believe you were one of the central characters in Stuck on You, a mimic's tale. <laughs> I, I tried to hold that cough back so hard. <laughs> oh, they're so gold, my god. Oh, really? You fashioned something after me. 
Well, yes, I, I took I took inspiration for my books from quite a few of his tales, uh, bits here and there. But you know, some of the things that some of the yarns he would spin were so intriguing, so fascinating that I just had to borrow you know, what I could. I'm trying to look for art for her, and all it gives me is the one I already gave you about her and Becklin uh, lowering the boat into the water. She's a, she's a dwarven female. Uh, bearded? Not bearded. Kind of kind of pretty. Average average pretty. Like, you know, she's not unkind to look at, we'll say. Um, okay. But she looks uh, quite weathered. She's in full plate armor. Uh, no, no heraldry of Knights of Salamnia. Um... Excuse, excuse me. Backlund's like, excuse me. I've just introduced, you know, Cudgel, as she wants to be called. Uh, she is leader of the Iron Smile Militia. There's another word name for that that I'm Ooh. not remembering at the moment. But uh, yes, she uh, she's a very good friend. Ironclad Regiment. That's what it is. She is leader of the Ironclad Regiment, uh, a band of mercenaries. Uh, who, you know, travel the travel the lands and do good. Um, they are here to uh, both lend a little bit of aid in training some of the newer militia members, as well as taking place in the reenactment of the Battle of Vogler tomorrow afternoon. That culminates uh, <clears throat> is one of the main events of the Kingfisher Festival. Mm. It's a reenactment of the the Battle of High Hill. Uh, Cudgel and her ironclad regiment will be taking the place uh, of the Istarian forces of old, and the militia that I have been working so hard to train uh, will be acting as the side of Salamnia, aided by quote-unquote Salamnic knights as well as general militia members, uh, as a tale of old as the founding of the village of Vogler. Uh, as, it was, as it was in the olden days... Uh, uh, the the people who founded Vogler fought a battle on the high hill against the invading Istarian forces and were victorious. So at the Kingfisher Festival every year, we reenact this battle. And Cudgel here has been nice enough to take her ironclad regiment and portray the Istarian forces. Uh, I had since seeing that you had actually managed to arrive, she looks at the six of you, I wasn't sure whether all of the heroes that Ispin had mentioned uh, would make it out to his funeral, but I wonder if you would... No. No, we'll talk about it tonight. We'll talk about it tonight at the Keep. I'd like you to be a part of this uh, reenactment, but let's let's talk about it tonight. Oh. Not, let's not ruin the festivities. Interesting. Hmm. Sounds very intriguing. Uh, you see a handful of people, you know, puttering around the uh, the room now. There's still people telling tall tales of Ispen Greenshield of some just complete fucking nonsense that is so outlandish that it could only come from Ispen himself. Others like war stories where Ispen fought valiantly alongside of them uh, until... Uh, a very slender, robed figure steps forward with a very soft voice. I, I, I would like to say something. I would like to tell a tale. And Becklin's like, shh, everyone, shh. 
Yes, young lady, please go ahead. And this very slender woman puts down the hood of her cloak, and you see that she's a very pretty young elven girl with mm. a pale blue skin, uh, like platinum blondish hair with like a blue tinge to it. And she's Ispen. She's very timid. Ispen was a very good friend. Uh, he he helped me out when I was in a bind, and I didn't know what to do. I, I really don't know how to explain the rest of it, except I would just I would like to sing a song. Oh, is that is that okay? Can I can I do that? And Becklin's like, of course, of course. Everyone, shh, everyone, shh, shh, shh. And she steps forward. Very well, one. very well, my dear. You, uh, you go ahead. You sing that, that tale. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I like your ears. Very nice. And she touches her own. Uh, she steps forward, and she proceeds yes. to sing this just this beautiful uh, song in Elven, Elvish. I don't really have words for it or anything like that, but it's just like a beautiful tale of like harmony and peace and prosperity and long life and happiness. And it goes on for a couple of minutes and she finishes and she's just like, I I don't, it's, it just means it's what happened. It's the results of what it's been did for me. I was happy after I had met him. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. And Happy she's penis. like, it's, it's, it's been Green Shield. And everyone's like, it's been Green But what a she lovely song, of... my lady. What What is your name, by chance? Oh, th th thank you. Thank you. My name is Lidara. It's good, it's good to meet you. I've read your books. Very good. <laughs> and Spencer gives, gives her a big smile and like a bow, like a polite bow. Yeah. Like a little half nod, yeah. No. And she just like thank, thank you, thank you, and takes like a mug of ale from a passerby and just kind of like walks into the crowd, kind of gets lost in the in the hustle and bustle of all the people. Uh, da da da. da. Uh, the night starts to wind down. People start to fan out towards the end of the night. A lot of people are just absolutely hammered where they sit in their seats. Uh, yeah. And Becklin Becklin comes over and she's just like. Well, I'm going to turn in for the night. My st student, Derrett, is back at, at my keep. Um, would, you, would you like to come now? We can talk a little bit? Sure. I need a, I need a bed. That'd be yep. great. If, if, yeah, like, we're going to participate day. in whatever it is you had in mind for tomorrow. I guess we should probably get uh, some information. I barely get out of the chair. Uh, <laughs> Krellen leans over and uh, yeah, offers Harambe a hand. Steady I take friend. the hand. I yep. must add, is Come. this will this interfere with our ability to participate in the fishing challenge that is also oh, part of the Because uh, I know not. one of our companion here was very much looking forward to attempting that, and we we could actually use yes. some more details on how that works as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can we can talk. I'll tell you all about how the what happens tomorrow. The entirety of the the Kingfisher Festival. Please, and she leaves. Starts walking back to Thornwall Keep. Like like drunk walking or like normal. No, she's walking. she's 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 had a few, but uh, you know she's she's pretty good. Just staying in the it's lines. Like she's a she's a she's yeah a, she's a practice. Vegan <laughs> Like us. 
Cheers. Xander, uh, Xander helps Krellin lift uh, Harambe. We both pretty much have him, like, his arms are <laughs> over our shoulders as we're kind of, like, helping him walk. Thank you, guys. This has been great. This has been... This is great. Um, Becklin leads you back to Thornwall Keep. Um, and she's like, you know, your friend doesn't look to be in the best best condition. Uh, would you like to talk in the morning? It's all the same. But what I have to say is just, I would like you to take part in the festival tomorrow. I think it would have been one of Ispen's I think he would have found it funny if you all took place. It would have it would have been very fitting in the reenactment if you would take place with my militia against uh, Cudgel's forces. It's a mock battle. We all have foam padded tipped spears and we ah, have a good time at it uh, as our forces are victorious, sending the Astarians into retreat. It's kind of how Vogler was formed. Uh, it's been liked to do it every year, and he liked to die every year. He liked to <laughs> get. Every year when he died, it was something hilariously outlandish. The one time he pretended he got a fish's eye, a big fish's eye, and he pretended he got stabbed in the face, and he started throwing eyes at people as if he had more than one. Throwing them at him. Oh, my eye! You got my eye, he would say. It was just, it was, he had a really good time with it every year, and I think he would like to see you take part in it. That does if you very wouldn't... much sound like Ispen. It yes. does. It does. It would. I think it would please his soul to know that his some of his closest friends, who journeyed from so far, would would do him this honor. I Absolutely. see no reason not to. I see no reason not to. All good Though fun. You did. You did mention that mentioning before would ruin the evening. I I see no reason why. I that just. I didn't want to. I didn't want to change the topic to something that was. It's not that it's negative or anything like that. We were just all reveling in 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 Ispen. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to change that vibe, you know. Something of you, when we're all having a good time. Uh, yeah. Now, I think we're, can we're... you can you kind of tell me more about this fishing? How does this fishing work? I can tell you about the fishing. So, everyone's gonna go by the brass crab along the wharf. And all boats are stayed from from sundown tonight. There's no boat traffic in the wharf, in the river at all. So the rivers are calm and peaceful, and uh, people get divided into groups, and every group goes up and they do their fishing. You get 30 minutes, three 10-minute rounds to try and catch fish, and it goes by length. Whoever has the most accumulated length over their 30 minutes uh, is is the winner of that round. There's a couple rounds There's just, you know, it goes on length. all day. That's uh, that could be a very good that could be a have... good title for one of my books. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to have Dorval and uh, Sir Xander roll off? <laughs> Different campaign, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a length thing. Who can catch the biggest fish? And everyone's everyone's big hope is that they catch better Bob the the line breaker. I mean. That's the, that's that, the hope every that year. Is, that is my goal. It's it's been One a few years sons, since he was since he was caught. The, fish. the mayor actually caught him a few years ago, three years ago, four years ago. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, Mayor Ravens. Uh, she's a hell of a fisherman, fisher person. What's the appropriate term? Fisher bird, probably. If she's I'll just support. say fisher. I'll just fisher. say fisher. That sounds, that sounds right. accurate. 
Uh, yeah, she caught Benabog, Benabog the other year, and it's catch and release, of course. Uh, so she 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 fell in the water trying to get him out, but she caught him, son of a bitch. Uh, yes, let's 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 speak in a little more in the morning. I think we'll be all of a bit better uh, demeanor then. And she looks over at Harambe, like side eyeing him hard, like, "Do I need a bucket? Do we need to get a bucket handy oh, for the night?" No. <laughs> I need a good chair and a nap. He looks like a man of quite strong constitution. I saw him handle some some poisonous concoctions out on the road that would have that killed a lesser man. So I'm sure a few oh, ales okay. will not will not do him. Maybe that. just a good night's sleep. I mean, yep. the ale at the Brass Crab—it's not the best in the world, but it does the job. <laughs> but uh. Well, I can I can show you to your rooms. Takes you to the uh, the second floor of the keep. Um, shows you some, uh, I say lavish but unused in a long time rooms. So they're kind of kind of shoddy just because of lack of use. But it's very very nice, uh, very modest. Uh, and she says, "If yeah, there's, uh, there's a bed for each of you." Do we all uh, have our own rooms, or, or are we in like a big like barracks kind of thing? Or yeah, there's a, there's enough of there's enough rooms for you to have your own if you want. There's also for... like a big a big like dining room, like a long dining room that's been turned into like a barracks style. Like she was hoping to have more recruits and stuff like that. So, but it looks like completely unused, almost more mm-hmm. so than the rest of the rooms in the keep. Uh, and she, as you like walking down the hall towards the room, she's like, "Well, there's the big communal room." And if you go a little farther down the hall, there's rooms for each of you, if you like. It's a, it's a big keep. Uh, just if she points to, like, a room on the left. She's like, that's that's where my student Derek is. Uh, that's his room. He's probably fast asleep already. Just, uh, just don't, don't, I would, don't go in his room, you know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll take the first empty room and go lay down. Yeah, I guess Spencer will thank you very much for your hospitality. We shall see you in the morning. Abs- mm. Absolutely, I have. I'd like to say I'm going to sleep, but then she produces the new book. <laughs> and she's just like, I may not get to sleep, so we'll see. Is there a lavatory nearby, just in case we need to take Harambe? <laughs> yes, of course. There are several. my name so much. Every like handful of like rooms, there's like a little lavatory. Okay, a, good to know. A, a seat with a hole. I'm fine, okay? Give me a constitution saving throw. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you're pretty good. Fine! You're pretty good. You're... I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> fine. Fine. And you go to bed, no problem. No. I think I'll, uh... I think we'll take the, uh... We'll take the communal area. I can, I can watch over my fellow... My fellow knight there. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'd definitely take a room by myself. I don't want these fucking yeah, weirdos so watching Trellin. me sleep. <laughs> Trellin has spent way, yeah. only one has spent way too many nights yeah, in a tent. Uh, she specifically yeah. led you to the room beside hers. Uh, she didn't tell you where her room was for what Ooh. it's worth. Dorval yep. would definitely take a room to himself. So would Gallup. Wait, Excuse me. Oh yeah, I guess because that that'd like, be an uncommon thing for you. Or anything like that? I don't think I probably do. <laughs> did, I did you have prestigious? 
I didn't. I do not. It's like a fun it. spell, but it's not like a. I will. I'm going to take Firebolt, or I'm going to take Prestidigitation. So Spencer, Spencer sees kind of the like, like the room is kind of dusty and that, so he kind of just uses Mage Hand. And like since there's no one else in the room, he closes the door, conjures a Mage Hand, and has it kind of just like dust off a lot of the dust uh, everything. Yeah, it kind of dust off some of the covers and stuff like that, so he doesn't just get himself all filthy. Um. Night passes, the morning comes. Oh, uh, you made a long rest. Yeah. Uh, I don't where that fucking button even is. There it is. It's I'd say sometime. I'd say late, not late morning, but not early morning. It's like eight a.m. Give or take. Yep. Uh, and you hear from outside in the hallway, kind of wakes you up. Is like a, come on, friends of Becklin. Come on, fish pies. Come on, wake up, wake up. And you hear just a, like someone running down the hall, knocking on every single door as he goes. Duk, duk, duk. Come on, come on, it's breakfast time, fish pies. Within a second, Krellen throws the door open, glaive in hand. <laughs> a little more decorum, please, sir. That is not and a very see light this... way. <laughs> you see a young man with several fish pies in his hand. Like he was running down the hallway with them in hand so their smell could entrance you to wake up more. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, that does smell good. <laughs> How are you feeling? <laughs> he does the young have man some stands fish, outside your door. He does have some fish pies. He's got some fish pies. Good morning, Becklin's friends. Comes a cheerful voice. Uh, I'm glad I caught you. Come on now, get out of bed. Spence, get out of bed. Just spies. Spencer opens Parking, the door, yeah. shirtless, and is like, "What is the meaning of all of this? Of all of oh, this noise no. out here in the hallway?" You run oh directly in front of you. He's like, "I've read your books too, you know. You're filthy, and I like it. It's so funny. It makes me laugh." And he shoves a fish pie directly into your shirtless chest and just starts rubbing it. <laughs> I've read this in one of your books. I don't oh. remember which one. I've read them all. Back to back to back to back oh, to back no. to back to back to back. <laughs> Spencer just stares at him. Taking him. It's, like, it's warm. Like, it's a warm fish pie. Well, at least oh, it's warm. It's like, I, I must I must ask you to uh, to calm down for a moment. And <laughs> I, I don't believe that we should waste these delicious fish pies that you were providing them for us. Oh, uh, you're not wrong. I got extra. I got these like <laughs> full of energy. He stops immediately. His hand's still like at your chest and he's like, oh my god. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. That's not that's not very that's not very knightly. And he's like takes off his own shirt real fucking quick and starts wiping your chest off with he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so please don't tell Becklin. Please don't tell Becklin. Spencer just wow. just sort of stands there, just kinda of lets him do it while sort of looking down the hallway, I guess at Krellin, like, <laughs> the fuck? Cal, Cal opens his door and he sees these two shirtless guys and he's like, Nope, it's too early for this. Nope. Nope. I'm actually it's, hoping it's taking him a minute. Walks through the hallway right now. Because, <laughs> like, fucking Spencer is like Pierce Brosnan and Harry. So he's like, it's taking a, so it's like no. taking a minute for to clean it up. But he's just, he's ripped. But he's like, he's, he's like 40. Yeah. I think I said he's like 44. 
What do we have to roll to see if Becklin is walking like down the hallway at the same time? She's just, she's just not. She's just uh -huh. not. I can't. I can only take the horny uh -huh. so far in episode one. They uh -huh. <laughs> said like some more. No. You could only no. take it so far. He rubbed fish pile. Yes, and then immediately he's just like, nope, nope, shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. And is vigorous with his actions. Like he knows he fucked up. And he's just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please don't. He reaches and he gives you the other fish pie in his other hand. He's like, he's like I, tell, I tell you, what, is there a place where we can gather and eat these things in like a communal dining hall? Perhaps you should take the fish pies there and we can all like, enjoy a nice breakfast together. It's like vibrating on the spot as you're talking. He's like, yep. And he runs just down the hall and down the stairs. Well, I'm certainly glad I wasn't wearing my shirt. <laughs> Trellis still has his hand in the air with like the one finger raising. Well, I guess uh, I guess they do things differently in uh, northeastern. I'm Salami. assuming we all have like like little wash basins or something like that of like for. Yep. Yeah. You're fresh yourself up. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go back in my room and clean the smell of fish pie off my chest. Yeah, and Spencer's probably the only one out of us is actually carrying soap with him too. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think I specifically took it, but you see Harambe <laughs> leave the room strangely without his armor, but with his helmet on. Just the helmet. <laughs> just the helmet. <laughs> and he's like, "What's going on? I don't know what's going on." He kind of just that, looks around. Uh, do you mean that he's just goes, stark ah. naked with the helmet, or like helmet. he has like clothes on and the helmet? He's got the helmet and like the greaves. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, the greaves. Yeah, greaves and helmet. That's it. <laughs> just looks around. Like, he has <laughs> the commotion. Coke, Coke, roll the d12. D12? Yep. Oh no. Oh boy. Oh no. Three. Oh, it's, no. Uh, it's a little cold in here. Oh. <laughs> 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 Not an impressive sight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Unfortunately. Are you, saying, are you saying there's a dick out for Harambe? Oh no. Pause. Pause. Absolute pause. That's uh. yeah. That's a dick out for Harambe inspiration for Alex. Yes. Uh, I was gonna have it sooner or later. And a retroactive. I was waiting for the first dick out for Harambe. Got inspiration. I decided that as soon as this motherfucker told me his name was Harambe. I was like, mm -mm, mm -mm. Dicks no. out for Harambe gets inspiration, as well as for, for telling tales about Ispen Green Shield at the funeral. Uh, Kevin and Jimmy get another inspiration. Oh wow! Oh, multi inspiration. <laughs> Oh, that was amazing. Good time. You up. Well done. Absolutely. Uh, I didn't think those would fill up so quickly. <laughs> wow. They might need them, though. I think they might need them. That's that first battle. Um, so you get uh, you get all cleaned up. Dick's so back as, in pants. As you Quiet guys time. make your way downstairs... You already see Dorville with his fishing gear out and tying like the the bobbers and the the hooks onto the, the line, making sure that the fishing net is is all up to, to par. 
He's just he's he's wide awake. He's already downstairs waiting for you guys. He is just he's doing his thing with the fishing fishing gear. It's like the child on Christmas in your yeah. He's ready to go. It's five a.m. He's up. Santa came, motherfucker. Get up. Yep. That's right. He's acting acting like the kid upstairs, except he's like, "There's fishing. We gotta go fishing. We have fishing to be done. I got supplies to fish. I'm gonna fish." If I told my six year old we were going fishing tomorrow morning, he would be up at the crack of dawn. Absolutely. <laughs> Dorville, uh, we, we get it. You, you you wish to fish, but did you at least eat some of the fish pie be- beforehand? You will find that none of you have fish pie except for uh, uh, Spencer. <laughs> Everyone else, he just kind of held fish pie out to like as you knocked on your door to get the smell as this young man just ran by. But to Spencer, he specifically offered a fish pie in, <laughs> in apology for, for also ruining a fish pie. Uh, you seem to attract a very particular attention everywhere you go, dear Spencer. Uh, my, my, my fan base is of a particular persuasion. And uh, <laughs> the... <laughs> I have. I may not have as many fans as some of the more popular uh, curators of the written word in our world, but uh, I have. My fans tend to be very passionate, very fervent. <laughs> Understatements have been made. A very polite way of putting it. Yes. Very polite. Uh. Definitely go back in my room, get kitted, and go go to the food. Yeah. Yeah. Get kitted up. Grab all your stuff, meet Dorville in the hallway, head downstairs to uh, where Becklin, yeah, to where Breck, where the smell of fish pie lures you. I bring uh, my fish you, pie with me. He's <laughs> come with one already. Nomming <laughs> away on the way. Uh, you come into the lower area of the keep where Becklin is sat at a table uh, with this young man, uh, surrounded by books, absolutely just surrounded by books and rubble. And just like armor, her armor, uh, she's wearing like a tunic, breeches, uh, you know, basic boots. Uh, she, oh, good, you're awake, Derek. Derek woke you up, I assume. She looks yeah. over at Derek, like beaming, and he's like, "Yeah, I did." Yep. This is a very energetic young charge. This uh, this boy of yours. Yeah, he's he's a lot, but I think that will lead him well. Uh, one of your sees... one of your children, or like one of the the, the local boys? Mm, no, he was. Uh, his parents left him here when he was a young lad, How's and tragic. he was a ward of the city for a few years before uh, I gained a permanent post here and uh, took him on as a uh, well. I think I could say it in your company as as squire. I tell everyone he's a student because. Uh, the people of this village, they're not quite as receptive to the Knights of Salamnia. Uh, they are of the thought process that the knighthood could have done something more to prevent the cataclysm. So uh, they 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 respect and accept, but also frown a little bit on the knighthood. So I don't go around calling him my squire. I call him my student. And he dares like, yep, 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 yep. I do good. I, I'm a student. Uh, uh, I, I say I'm a student. He's he's very energetic. And Becklin's like, yes, he's he's absolutely full of energy, but that makes him an absolute terror in the training yard. I'll tell you. 
He's hit, <laughs> he's hit that dummy four times before I've even told him uh, att I'm attack, and he's hit it. So he's he's quite adept. He's got such potential. It's just harnessing it. Hmm. Sounds, like, sounds like my childhood. <laughs> Spencer tells her. This reminds me of my childhood. I, I, I become very comfortable immediately sitting and eating. Spen Spencer tells her that... Uh, like, as, as a someone who was orphaned at a young age myself, I must commend you for what you are doing, taking this young child into your life and, and raising him, teaching him. Very commendable. It's, uh, thank, thank you. That means, that means a lot coming from you. Uh, it's, it wasn't exactly what I set out to do, but I think it is the right path. We have become like family. We are very close. Uh, my, my goal is to one day have Derrett enlist and be, he's being trained to be a knight. And Derrett's right. like, yep. He, he stops. He's like, he almost becomes completely stoic. He's like, I will do my duty for the knighthood of Salamnia. Well, perhaps our young friend here could spar with our, our young paladin here. I believe he is a, a knight himself. Perhaps he could teach him a few things. Xander stands up tall and, and smiles. Says, I would be more than honored to, to spar with a young squire. My I'm mentor insane. himself took me in at a young age as well and trained me up. Uh, my lady, I don't know if you know the name of uh, Davith Alistair. He is also a Knight of the Crown, posted at Starport. Ooh. I rolled a natural one. He's like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> she's thinking real hard. And she's like, oh, maybe? Spencer's just I'm too sorry. I've been, I've been here in Vogler for quite some time. I'm sorry. The name is... I, I can't put a finger on the definition of knowing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Perhaps sakes. Not... I, then I rolled a natural 19 right after it. <laughs> Perhaps then, milady, you may know of a knight that's from an area a little bit closer to here, Sir Frederick Humphreys the Third. Natty seventeen. Wow. She's like, Sir Humphreys, Sir Humphreys. Yeah, he's been off grid for quite some time, hasn't he? I haven't had correspondence. We used to, yes, yes, I've trained with him before. Down in Palanthus. <laughs> He and I have, have have been on a mission or two together. Yes, it's been an age. Is he still alive? Oh, he's very much alive. I am actually here at his request. It was he really? who was friends with Ispen Greenshield, not myself. But he was indisposed and required somebody to take his place. And this was the opportunity to give me my wings to be free rather than be holed up in well. his current position. And Beckman like stands up. She's like, as as a student or one who knows of Sir Humphreys, allow me to allow me to. to, to she reaches out like a hand to to shake it. She's like, it is quite an honor. Thank you. Krellen takes it and gives a slight bow. It was a pleasure. I'm I've been told by many people that have come through our area how much of a respected individual he was. Yes, um, yes, there are a few of his ilk remaining still. It's it's. If you are half the man, forgive me in saying, but if you are half the man he is, uh, uh, she looks at the rest of you. She's like, like pointing a thumb, like this guy. <laughs> you see, Krellen kind of puff up a little bit. Like, if I were, if I was ever to be compared to him, it would be an honor. 
Again, a, knight's, a man's honor is, is a great thing. Uh, it's is, it is good to meet you. Now, please enjoy your, enjoy your fish pie. Uh, <laughs> a little flavor text. Uh, you see veins of bronze-covered ivy cling to Thornwall Keep's ancient three-story stone tower. It seems to be obviously the tallest structure in Vogler. And from its crenellated roof rises uh, a very strange-looking catapult-like device. Uh, crumbling ruins of walls and other fallen structures surround the keep, and amid them lie several shallow square pits and uh, uncovered evacu excavation sites, as if, like she's told you already, uh, a lot of the keep is in disrepair, and she's been doing what she can to kind of, you know, pick it back up. Uh, but yeah, there's a big fucking, like, catapult on the roof. Hmm. Uh, say like a modified catapult. Is it hmm. trebuchet or? Nah, you could uh, you could ask about it. Because yeah, I forgot to use the flavor text. Yeah, well, if it's got a counterweight, it's a trebuchet. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the armament on the roof, uh, Lady Beckland. What? Uh, it seems to have ah, a yes. defense, defense structure of some sort. Uh, it looks that way. But it's it's really just that in appearance. You see, the there's a gnome tinkerer around here by the name of Thon. He's he's quite handy, and he's uh, modified a trebuchet to be a now. I know it sounds crazy, but be a transportation method. Oh, no? okay. the fuck does she call it? God damn it! So I think she calls it just a gnome flinger. Gnome flinger. A gnome flinger. It could use a better oh, name. Oh no! <laughs> I must ask, my lady, has any of the people who have traveled with with said device have it they is ever a gnome flinger? Have they it ever returned back to town to uh, explain? I mean, that's how not generally went. the goal. He's only really flung sacks of flour to see how it goes. But I mean, when they land, it's mm, you can imagine. But if uh. He's kind of working out some padding system that he wants to give a, a trial with with some sheep to see how they take it. I heard he fired a goat off the other day, and it was it was right as rain with his padding system. It it, it got back up, went back, and ran off. I so I mean, have... I mean, he must be onto something. Fair enough, but if you put a stone, you launch the stone with it. I'm guessing it could reach. Pr Fairly tops like high speeds. Well, I mean, probably. So but she's kind of modified no the the pouch part, the flinging bit, to be more like people sized. So I mean, yeah, stones don't have anywhere to go, my friend. Uh, it's it's for conveyance of of people. Yeah, uh, yes, but a stone being flung very far can still be utilized as a as a weapon if need be, even if it's meant for transport. It could be, for sure. That's why I don't really mind him up there working on it. Uh, it's a little bit noisy sometimes, but he's a good little gnome. I've known him for a long time. Thon, he comes and goes when he pleases. He's a good man. We'll be gnome. sure to keep an eye out. You may also want to try frozen chickens. I understand those work really well. <laughs> Derek, take note of that. Frozen chickens, tell Thon. Um, I've heard of a thing in a faraway land called Pumpkin Chunkin. So pumpkins, large pumpkins also pumpkins. work rather well. Take, are you taking notes, Derek? Take notes, please. <laughs> yes, yes. And he's like, fuck, 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 starts writing shit down real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, 
so as for the the various festivities we have going early, uh, later today, this reenactment that you wanted us to be a part of is that going to come after the uh, fishing derby? It does. Yes, it happens in the the late afternoon, early evening. I see. Uh, the fishing fishing takes place for a couple hours during the day. Give everyone who wants to gets a chance at it. There's only specific rounds, and everyone who wins that round wins a prize. Um, uh, so there's lots of different little rounds that go on there. Uh, there's some lots of food, lots of crafts, lots of good drinks, good friendship and people. Um, I believe I told you about the fishing, how that works. Uh, there's one other matter. If you, if you do, you, are you sorry? I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Did you say you would take place in the reenactment? I suppose yes. so. Sure. Wonderful. Sure. Wonderful. I'm sure he would have been absolutely thrilled. Good old Ispen Greenshield. And speaking of Ispen Greenshield, she looks over at, at Derek. She like nods him like, go. And he's like, oh, puts down his fish pie and runs out of the room. I thought, I thought that he was going to say he walks into the fucking room. He's like, Hello there. <laughs> I'm Ispen Greenshield. I knew it. <laughs> Uh, you got me. I, toy, I won't <laughs> lie. I toyed with the idea for two months of of just having him like come alive again at some point, or like just like sitting up in the canoe, being like, "Ha ha, I'm alive!" Fake my death is a big prank. Yeah, I toyed with it for so long. I was like, you know what? No, let the old man die. That'd be very Everyone has their green memories. Shield. It would be. It would be. Um. So she, as she it. says that, fucking Spencer whips around and looks like at the door behind him because he expects <laughs> that Ispens like was not actually dead and like is gonna come walking. You wait in. a few minutes and you hear footsteps again, uh, but it's only Derrett re-entering the room, uh, and he's got this shallow wooden box in his hand. It's about three feet to a side. Uh, he sets it down on the table. It's a bit ungainly for his stature. This way, he's about sixteen, seventeen years old. Um, Sits down on the table in front of Becklin. Uh, and she's like, Now, here's the thing. And she takes the lid off the box. And you see, it's Ispen Greenshield's Green Shield. He wanted this to go to someone who came to his funeral, someone who had fond memories of him. And. I I've been I don't really know who to give it to, so you folks have been really nice. There's other people here who have come and said their piece and you know went on their way, but I don't know. You seem like really nice people, and I I think I think he would really appreciate if his shield went to one of you. Now, mechanically, I told you it's a plus one shield. Oh. It does, so, it, does it still smell like vomit? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's got a mixture of smells coming from it. Like it's it's with the magic of the shield. It smells like the woods, the ocean, fish pies, apple pie, roasting meat, vomit, cherries, cinnamon. Uh, it's it's, oh. it's a lot of stuff going on with the shield. Strange smells just like I remember Ispen. I know huh? it's it's. He was always a cacophony of smells. There's a, a she whole like takes mixture. a deep breath, like of the shield, and she's just like, "Yeah, 
That's Ispen. Uh, if one of you would take his shield and take it on your journeys and continue the story of Ispen Green Shield with this shield in, in tow and to participate in the reenactment that's going to take place later this afternoon, uh, it would be just, it would, I think he would be tickled pink. He would absolutely love it. If you would participate like he did, maybe even die spectacularly in the battle as he would have wanted. Very well. I don't see why not. Uh, mechanically, how many of us can use shields? I know That's I can. That's a good can. question. I believe Callum can. There's yeah. no, it's just a shield. It's a plus one shield. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I do, no I do think shields have a proficiency. I think I toyed with an idea of throwing a shield on my guy, and I think it. it I think gave... you do have to have shield proficiency. Yeah. 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 I think I... it's. Your two Paladins and Callum. cannot use it. Yeah, I mean, basically, Krellin's got a glaive. Oh, I, mean, yeah. not I can use it, but hey, I predominantly yeah. use a glaive. Yeah, Jimmy and I probably, yeah, just can't. No. Yeah, my nose is just so itchy. Because, yeah, I, I think I looked at the idea of just, like, carrying a shield around for the bonus AC because I don't need the free hand, really, for what I do, but... Yeah. My, my Swords Bard can use a shield, but... Yeah, I can't use it until I get spell uh, Warcaster. So I'm good Ooh. with um, with Sir Xander having it. Yep, by all means. Yeah. I was. You got the front line. Sure. I was going to speak up as an oath of the crown. I am more of a tank role. So yeah. if I can boost up to the point where I I get hit very little, but everybody's as coming at me, it yeah. just makes it a. I, and we shall all look uh, forward to you getting hit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I should <laughs> look forward to reaching over your shoulder to help strike down our foes, friend. Yes. It seems like a very good strategy. And I shall look forward to cheering you on from 115 me. feet away. <laughs> nope. And I, I should look forward to cheering you on from 120 feet away. As long as you are in the opposite end of the 120. As long as you, if I go left, you go right. That's the main thing. Well, she, Don't worry. She... You stand over there. That... <laughs> Mr. Spencer, that will never happen again. That was just a mishap. <laughs> she happily sees that the consensus is to give it to Sir Xander. When uh, he picks it up, I put my shoulder, or Jimmy, my hand on his shoulder, and I go, just so you know, <clears throat> no, no one else knows this, I made a solemn swear to actually protect anybody who had this sword. So do know that you know forever have my loyalty as well wow i Ooh. i appreciate i appreciate it thank you but as a as a paladin brother i will do my best to defend you and everyone else with it so I, that is the oath i make to you as well should you have right. need of me i will be there right. nice this would probably uh, be a pretty inappropriate time to bring this up but I'm afraid that the owner of said shield also still owes me for a couple of dinners and several mugs of ale. <laughs> All of a sudden, Sir Xander starts pulling his collar, his collar like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I eagerly open up my coin purse to go, how much, how much is it? <laughs> that's, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> how much does he owe you? <laughs> Din dinner and a few mugs of ale. 
I, um, he was I supposed to be the stiff, last time. He's he stiffed me the last time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I willingly give like like almost like a, a butler style uh, kind of persona. Give uh. three gold coins to uh, <laughs> to Spencer. Um, all right. Yeah. Consider your consider your life debt paid. <laughs> That's right. And oh, I kind of just I kind of just wink at Sir Xander. Just just give a wink. See. <laughs> I appreciate it. I will. I will pay you back at some at a, at a later juncture. Backlund's like, did I hear you say that you would help me move some rubble? That would be. I mean, if you give me an hour, then we can get ready for the festival. Go over together, start doing some fishing. Sure. Just helps uncover some of the. Excuse me, some of the stuff that's been buried for quite some time. Sure. Perfect. I'm strong. I can do it. Yep. I'm strong. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not the type of individual that's, that's great oh, no. at the, the manual no, no, no. labor, but I could definitely help you organize some of the things you want to cover. <laughs> yeah, I was yes. going to say, Mr. Yeah, that would, be... would be probably our be in our best interest to have a man of your expertise to make sure whether or not any of these books are worth um, preserving. <laughs> well, all, all books are worth preserving in one form or another. That's true. So you the take the hour. Made. Oh God! <laughs> you take the hour and help her uh, in a part of the ruinous fort to uh, move some rubble out of the way, uncover, even just clean up some of the rubble, take it outside, you know, throw it beside the keep, as well as uncovering uh, a handful of books uh, from the ruinous library. Uh, some are just destroyed, uh, weathered with time. The words illegible. Others in uh, other different types of language uh, around uh, Ancelon. So like it, it's like a different dialect almost. So you can kind of make it out, but it's it's just doesn't really make any sense because things are in a different order. This, that, and the other. It's just histories of like the towns and whatnot. Uh, histories of various knights and their tales and their do I, doings and do i find anything while well, i'm kind of sorting through the books that these guys are like pulling out do i find anything on uh Tachesis, the dragon queen uh, why did you roll a history check uh, well i don't have any negative modifiers to any of these things <laughs> 11 uh you see uh, a couple of books about old religion um, more so that they're like, it's like a book of Paladine and Takesis is mentioned as like a footnote of being like the utmost of evil and that Paladine works against Takesis to... Does Takesis you know, seem like a deity or a god or just like some sort of like Very deorific, very deorific, very deified? But like, like worshipped or like a part, yeah, like does she seem like a part of a like the pantheon of, of seems gods. very, very, very powerful, very, very godlike. Okay. Like basically a god. It's just kind of alluded to as, as being a god or a deity. Yes, looked to as as being like the utmost of evil oppos opposing Paladine. You know, Paladine's like a the top tier good god. So if there was the evil, the opposite of that, you would imagine it would be on the same plane of godhood is there, but it's is just like husband, a footnote is, 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 does that dragon queen have a husband that looks like a donkey by any chance <laughs> 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 maybe let me just do some right, that would right be here amazing. 
Uh. <laughs> I find that a good joke, Harambe. That was a very good joke. Oh, yeah, I got him. <laughs> um, yeah, you help her out for about an hour, finding a few different tomes of knowledge, uh, taking some rubble out, uh, and eventually she like wipes her brow. Uh, she's like, "Well, I feel I uh, think that's thank you very much for the help." Um, I need to go get ready for the festival. You're welcome to get ready here if you need. Um, but I'm going to go right to the fishing, like when I'm done getting ready. Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. We, sh- we shall get to Dorville uh, I and ready and uh, go so watch our cheerlead. This is going to be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to clap every time he catches a fish. Uh, so she heads off to her room to get ready. Assuming you do the same, uh, and then it's time to depart Thornwall Keep uh, for the Kingfisher Festival. Here's some beautiful Kingfisher Festival art. Oh. The people of Vogler celebrate the Kingfisher Festival. I see you snogging. There, yeah, yeah. There's definitely snogging. How progressive. Uh, a couple of kender. <laughs> uh, you see that the, there's a few kender in the crowd. You see the people on the far right with the uh, elongated elf-like ears. Uh, yeah. Those are kender. They're like the halflings of Kryn. If we crack them open, is there like a toy inside? That's like uh, not some places sometimes. it's like illegal to have. To find out. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so as you, I'm allergic. I can't eat these. <laughs> <laughs> as you emerge from Thornwall Keep uh, with Becklin and Derrett. You see that the Kingfisher Festival is in the beginnings of its full swing. People are happy. They drift from houses to the sounds of laughter and upbeat music in the village circle. Uh, you manage to make your way into the middle of town with Becklin kind of leading the way. And you see colorful banners and paper decorations shaped like Kingfishers decorate the village circle. Uh, you see stalls that sell food and colorful crafts in the center of the circle. An ancient tree provides shade for happy picnickers. Uh, from a stage, a band of local musicians brings a spirited song to a close as the mayor, Raven Uthvogler, takes the stage. She says, welcome, friends. And she raises her arms up high. Welcome to the Kingfisher Festival. Cheers and applause. Uh, the mayor smiles wild, widely, not wildly. Uh, wildly. Today, wildly. Wild uh, <laughs> today is a day not only of revelry, but also reflection. We are here thanks to the courage of heroes who came before us. Let us honor our founders, our family, and all those who can't be here to celebrate today. Enjoy your festival, Vogler, with good spirits, good times, and good friends. Look to the Kingfishers for the best of luck. And an energetic round of cheers follows the mayor's words. And with that, the Kingfisher Festival is fully underway. People, yeah, yeah. And immediately, like, like, uh, like a ribbon was cut at a race, people start flocking to the docks. Yes, yes, the fishing contest is upon us. Come, come. Doorville, go! Doorville, go! I I suppose we should head over there. Mm. See Doorville, like, race down to the docks and 
find a find a boat that's not being used. Uh, so you see, well, there's no traffic it's not boats. flows. It's all, it's all traffic like flows on the, quickly okay. to the wharf. Yeah. Uh, and here you see uh, a handful of people set up. Uh, the mayor has walked very quickly ahead of you to get to the docks right away, so that she can open the uh, fishing catching, the fish catching uh, activity. Uh, and she, you get there, and she's already got a fishing pole over her shoulder. Ooh. Uh, fish. Mayor Raven takes her place as one of the competitors and she beckons others who would take place to try and catch the longest fish who would challenge me to try and catch Bellbog the lion I will. <gasps> Spencer, you Spencer, adventurer Spencer takes most the longest fish that could be a pretty good title as well <laughs> I was drinking, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yes. It's time to find out who among us kingfisher fisher folk is the fisher king. And you see that all like a bunch of the crowd and the townspeople just like ugh, like nodding at how bad the potential pun was. And she's the mayor just seems unfazed. She's like yes, like happy as can be. Come on now, come on now. You see a few like. People move forward, like separating people. Like, hey, you'll be a group together. You'll be a group together. And she comes up to where you guys are standing and sees Dorville with, obviously, fishing equipment in hand. She's like, okay, you? Uh, she looks at the other five of you. Any Anyone else fishing? Oh, fishing? Fishing? Okay, yeah, come on, come on. I, you and you? I'll go, I'll go with them. You go ahead. Okay, I, come sh on. I shall come with, but I'm, I am here to provide... Uh... Moral support for my friend here. Moral support. <laughs> Moral support. Okay, okay, fine, fair. Uh, so that's Dorville, Harambe, Krellin. Anyone else and... fishing? And. Sir Xander, Callum. I won't fish, but I'll spectate with him. Okay. I'll spectate, yeah. Okay. So it's uh, Dorville, Harambe, Krellin. Fishing. Uh, so, uh, people start dividing up into groups. These, these, uh, judges start dividing people up into groups. And the three of you find that you are in the same group as the mayor. Uh, it's oh, time. Yeah. You ready? She looks mm. over the three of you spotting Dorville and she's like, oh, oh, it's on. Yes. I'm oh, ready. it's on. It's uh, time to... So how this is going to work is that we will play out, uh, three... 10-minute contests. And after each 10 minutes, you're going to roll a survival check. Uh, that will determine uh, whether or not you have a fish on the line, and then I roll to see how big the fish is. <laughs> oh, no, we're doomed. <laughs> uh, so, I'm trying to think of the best way to do this, because you have spectators as well who can help you. They can provide, say, bardic inspiration, guidance, uh, anything else like that. So I think the appropriate course of action may be to roll initiative. Okay. And uh, where's my yeah. initiative tracker? Uh, Where is it? Oh, you just put yourself on the map. Yeah. That one, we, yeah, we wouldn't. Our um, uh, yeah, just throw yourself on the map, fucking anywhere. It doesn't really matter. You go down here, like the little, like, uh, so was, okay, this is what we'll do. Roll initiative, and then we'll go through, and on each fisher's turn, they can attempt to catch a fish, and 
they can hold their turns and wait for the people who, basically the people who aren't in the fishing will be able to aid. Oh, of course they're sad. Again? Outside. Did you get roll another? Oh my god, Alex. Oh no. Maybe you should have rolled those real dice, bro. You know what? Hang on. Hang on. I just want to see. I'll, I'll take that, but I'll, I just want to see. And it rolled out of my cabinet. Cool. Why do I have um, a name <laughs> this time, but I didn't last time? That's weird. Dude. Um, I'm going to so, go get that BRB. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be Callum, then Dorville, Harambe, Spencer, Krellen, and Sir Xander at the end. So the the people who aren't fishing, again, are Callum, uh, Spencer, and Sir Xander. So, Callum, you can attempt to aid uh, any of the three fishers in any way you potentially can. Uh, yeah. If you want to just cheer them on, um, get you to make a maybe charisma check of some sort. If you have guidance as well, that'll come in handy. Mm -hmm. uh, bless even will come in handy. Anything that will boost uh, ability checks will come in handy here. This is not the bait pen. That's a pen. Okay, so update, I got my dice back and rolled oh, three what? times. It was 2-2-1. Two, two, oh, Alright, so, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. Why are we bringing really this matter. guy? Um, dude, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> oh no, that was still my piss dice too, so... You know what? It's pretty um, pissy. Oh, Get yourself some brown pissy. dice, wear some brown pants, and we'll talk. <laughs> Oh, uh, Callum, no. anything think, you want to do to help? I think I think blesses attack rolls and spell saves, not ability scores. Yeah, it would be guidance. Guidance would be the uh, yeah. <clears throat> so as uh, as we're getting ready to go, he's gonna walk up to uh, Dorville, who's overly excited for this. He's gonna put his hand on his back and say, "Hey, you got this," and he's gonna cast guidance. Okay. On Dorville. Beautiful. So Dorville will add a D four to his uh, survival check. It'll be Dorville next. So you cast your line, Dorville. Give me a survival check with uh, guidance. Survival check. Come on, buddy. Not oh, bad. baby. Uh, add a d4. Plus a d4. Add a d4. 24. Woo. Jesus, 24. That fucking um, race paid off. Hmm, excuse me. Uh, bu, 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 yeah, bu, I've been bu, preparing for uh, it. Like you, you, let me tell you, you got to tell you, you got to fish on. You got to fish on. Now, let me tell you what kind of fish it is. Uh, you have uh, a pretty fucking big fish. Uh, so you start reeling in. You fighting with this fish, this big fish. Uh, you manage to get it to shore, catch it in your net, and you find that you have a three foot long, mature, curious carp. Holy ah. shit. Wow. Uh, How curious. Where's Dorvo? Three. You have a ah, three foot fish. long fish. Remember, there will be three rounds of this, and the cumulative total of fish uh, is the winner. Uh, so you reel in this fish, hold it up, someone measures it for you, uh, and then let it go. It goes back. Yeah. It's not a, not a keeper. Uh, Harambe. Give me a survival check. All right. Oh, God! Hey! Whoa! All right. Whoa. That's pretty good. I didn't think it was going to happen. Wow. <laughs> I just melted in my fucking seat. Harambe oh. the Brave. Oh. Uh, something catches 
on your line. Oh and boy. immediately starts pulling. It starts pulling hard. Give me a strength check. All right. You're fighting against this fish. And it's it's got you're you're in combat with this fish right now. Oh boy. So it feels big. So big that you it's not gonna take one round to catch it. So it's gonna be Spencer's turn right now. But oh you have I, I was something gonna, on the line. I was gonna add like as he caught that, you said that like he's essentially in combat with that fish. He is Could I yeah, use my reaction to use cutting words against the fish? Uh the fish doesn't make a save. It's his rolls. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll 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 give a bonus to his roll if you want to use cutting words. Roll your bardic inspiration. Uh, and I'll factor it into the DC. Because I can do that outside of. Because anything I do now on my turn is not going to be good until next round. Uh, six. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Damn. Okay. That's that's pretty good. Baby, let's go. So what do you what do you say to Harambe now? You well, no, that, that's, that's for my cutting words to. Yeah, yeah, that's I, fine. So I'll, we'll describe it like this: You see Harambe now. He's fishing. He's fishing, and all of a sudden, like he stumbles a bit because whatever he has on the line is massive. And immediately, what do you what do you say now? You're like, imagine you got like a drink or a fish pie in hand, watching the festivities, and all of a sudden you see Harambe just like, oh fuck. I, I, I lean in and say, think of how glorious a, mem uh, a memorial to our dear friend Ispen it would be if you were to catch a fish of legend on this day. You see, uh, you see, the, you see Harambe's eyes just kind of turn into saucers. It's like the excitement and drive <laughs> goes to the top, breaks through past 10. Just, just, he's, he's in, he's locked in. So you're locked in because you didn't roll shit on your strength check. It doesn't. The line doesn't immediately break. Oh, so do I get my actual? Turn you you, you get full turn still. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will ca I will give bardic inspiration to Harambe. Okay, that's a d6. Uh, Factoring in a six. So he uh, to potentiality of the DC uh, about with your reaction of cutting words. Well, no, I mean, like, I, I cutting words to burn one, but now on my turn, I'm going to give him normal yeah, yeah, bardic. Right. Yeah, that he I'm can, factoring both. Yeah, they're both yeah, factored in So there. that he can use or, or not use as he sees fit. Um, do I have Christ. any, do I have any bullshit? I don't have any, I have any <laughs> bullshit that I can really do. Um, I, I, I just, I just so take a, I just take a large bite out of my fish pie and end my turn. <laughs> oh jeez. Krellen, you see Harambe <laughs> just struggling with a fish. Cast your line, sir. Survival check. No was... fucking pressure at all. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna pump everything into Torferal. But then 20! 20! 20! 20! 20! So you feel you have something on the line as well. And it feels it feels big. 
you're you're immediately like bucked forward a bit as it just starts taking line off your rod. Oh. Uh, let me see here. Uh, that's that. Let me see. Um, you feel it taking line off your rod, and you start to reel in, and it's fighting you. It doesn't take as long as you think it would, as you reel in uh, a fish, and it is a tiny, curious carp that is one foot long. (laughs) Is one foot long. Because I, I checked. I rolled on the fish, and I rolled not great. Uh, but you, you take it in, no problem. It's not a fight for you. So you're sitting at one foot of fish. Jimmy's sitting at three. Harambe's got something on the line. Uh, Sir Xander. Yeah, you're on the you're on the board. Sir uh, Xander, is there anything you want to do to aid anyone on the field uh, of of the fishing battlefield? <laughs> like I'm I'm not like right beside them, right? They're they're out in their boat. They're doing. Nope, they're the standing thing. at the wharf. Oh. Can As I, I said, not, the wharf is just calm. Fishing, the boats have all been suspended since last night to make the 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 wharf and the in. bay, the river, calm. Can I not officially anchor Harambe? Is that against the rules? Am I allowed? Uh, to do you, that? you you know, if you want to go hold him, yeah, uh, he will get ad- he will get advantage on his next mm-hmm. check. Yeah, so basically, you're basically helping him. That. If you want to help him, yeah, <laughs> not like that. <laughs> What did you say about dicks for Harambe? No, no. You see, uh, you, see you get maybe you get maybe a dirty look from uh, oh this is what happens. So you you go over to Harambe and you grab hold of him. You're like yes, you got it, kind of thing. And you hear just a can't even roll in his own fish. Do you see him, boy? Do you see him? And you hear just, oh. just derisive voice oh. behind you. Completely ignore it and focus on my objective. Oh, sweet. I can see. He needs help to roll in his fish. <laughs> and anyone who is not fishing uh, can look over and see the voice belongs to an old balding man with a the, the, that horseshoe haircut. And it's very wild out the back, huge beard, and he has two horns in front, two mugs of ale in front of him, and he's drinking heavily from each one. And beside him stands that young lord that you saw previously in the bar, uh, Bakaris the Younger, (laughs) Bakaris the Younger, and they're standing together, and the older man is clapping the younger on the shoulder, like, do you see him? He needs help to bring in his fish! (laughs) <laughs> Spencer turns back towards the loud, obnoxious man and says, That's not it at all. It's We are a very close-knit group, and we just we just love physical affection and appreciation of each other. <laughs> not he, helping me. Because oh, yeah. I imagine the paladin is just, like, wrapped his arms around his waist, just basically like, hugging him from behind. I'm going to need I'm gonna need a deception check from you, because you're not that close-knit. <laughs> And then, from the basis of that, you will need persuasion. All right. Nine. No, that's fine. That's fine. Give me a persuasion roll. The DC is slightly higher now. 
10. Why are my rolls so low? Uh, so he stands, <laughs> yeah. this lord stands there laughing all the further at yeah, what you say. And he's like, it just sounds like weakness to me. <laughs> and uh, Harambe, is, instead of is having he... advantage, is will now get disadvantage oh, fuck due to off. the heckling, but they cross each other out to make a flat roll. Uh, oh, is this geez. is this guy participating or is he's he just not? On he's the standing sides. on the sidelines, just laughing and drinking. Just being a douche. Can just I being a douche? Can I still not do anything? Or no, your your action uh, is. Uh, it's your uh, turn. I would assume is, your action. Yeah, your is action assisting. is to help. Is to help Harambe. Uh, can I so give you have a bonus action if you want, uh, uh, Sir Xander? I don't know oh, if you have anything that will work. Hang on. Uh, hold it up. Wait a minute. I was actually hoping that the kid was going to be one of the ones fish. That's what I was going to save all my cutting words for. To like, because mm. I was hoping the kid was going to be in the fishing tournament. Oh, it's just mockery, even. You just like, <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing that would, uh, nothing that would benefit here. So I, I guess, yeah, I'll just cancel out the heckling, I guess. That's good. All I can do, yeah. Unless I yep. can, I don't, I, I can't give my inspiration to him, no? Nope. So, inspiration yeah, is also not transferable for what it's worth. Oh. It is that, was for gonna, your that was actually what I was going to do. Yeah, it is for <laughs> it, your roles yep. or for you to use <laughs> against me. All right. That's yep. new. That's, uh, yeah, that's all I can do. Though. I will, I will keep that. I, I've heard yep. that before. You've never done that. I've never done that. Uh, but I've heard it on Glass Cannon lately. Uh, shout out Glass Cannon. Great fucking podcast. Uh, and I like it. Inspiration is earned by you. It is used by you or when... I mean, you can use it on against me at any point. Because why not? Yep. Fuck me. Fuck me, right? <laughs> uh, can, I, so, can I burn mine retroactively to fuck up your heckling? No. <laughs> Eat a dick. Uh, Callum. What are you doing, my man? Callum's going to see... Harambe's got this fish on and he's got help. He's going to go over and he's going to like, hey, don't listen to that asshole. You got this. And he's going to cast Guidance on... I, actually, her, Guidance and uh, Bardic Inspiration stack, right? Like, or not? They can. Yep. Okay, yeah. Okay. Can. Yeah, okay, then he will cast Guidance on Harambe. And Woohoo! tell him that you've got this. You're going you're gonna to make it. Okay. Uh, Dorville. Uh, yeah, I'm going seeing to that attempt you to have, continue fishing. Yeah, you continue fishing, but you also brought your own gear. Uh, something I failed to uh, remember in the beginning. Uh, so oh. You brought your own gear. Everyone else that is currently fishing, aside from the mayor, uh, was provided gear for them. Oh no, shitty rentals. Uh, mm -hmm. Shitty rentals. You have your own <laughs> gear, you would make your survival check with advantage, sir. <laughs> Hey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Retroactive survival check from before. He had a really good <laughs> fish. He got a good fish. I know. I mean, he got like the best possible fish you could get without getting Betabog. Oh. That's still pretty good. 22 yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, it's a fish. Fish on. 
Fish on for sure. Let me roll the dice to see what kind fish of fish on. you have on. Better roll good. Uh, so you roll, roll in a fish. Uh, it takes you a minute or so of fighting. It's putting up a good fight against you. Uh, you pull in a, what is it called? A mature river eel. It is oh, a foot oh. and a half long. Hey. Eh, not bad. Dorsal might still win this on lane. Four and a half. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, I put that in the wrong. Exactly how do I? How did I How do I erase that? I put it in the wrong. One point five. There we go. I'll just scroll it out. It's fine. I'm using Tiffany's iPad, and I don't know how to use iPads. Uh, <laughs> four, <laughs> so four and a half. Total. Yep. Dorval's sitting at four and a half feet of fish. Uh, Krellin's sitting at <laughs> one foot of fish, and Harambe has something on the line. Harambe, fish on, bro. Uh, give me a. <laughs> Strength track. Okay. With advantage. Yeah. With guidance. Oh. With bardic and, inspiration. Oh, did he? Can, did he still have can I use? And, and, can I use no, sorry, my not, inspiration not, not against? Oh. oh. No, he's he's making a roll. I'm not making anything. Yeah. Uh, so not not advantage roll. because of the heckling. So that yeah. it's just a straight roll with guidance and the potentiality of bardic inspiration. All right. Here we go. Do it. No oh, pressure, huh? Right? <laughs> Just be strong. Oh my <laughs> Back to back crits. Oh, I've never face palmed so quickly. <laughs> and to have it on camera. Wow. Oh. I gotta put this. I, I thought go. I was holding my vape pen, but I was holding the pen for my wife's it. iPad. Uh, so you were fighting. <laughs> fighting with this fish. And it's minutes go by. And everyone is fishing around you. And you're just pulling in this one fucking fish, rolling, reeling, and it's pulling. And you're pulling back against it. Sir Xander is behind you, pulling on you. You can do it! You can do it! And you are pulled into the water. It's chest deep at this point. Sir Xander falls in beside you. And as you're reeling, still fighting this fish, it is spent completely spent before you lies this nine foot monstrosity of a fish and oh. you hear just gasps from the crowd behind you <gasps> he's been Scott Benabog the line breaker he's got Benabog the line breaker Benabog the line breaker everybody yeah and people start absolutely <laughs> cheering as you are in the water with Benabog the line breaker and Sir Xander beside you. Sir Xander, help me. Let's pick it up. Yeah, he is. Benabog is completely spent. He's out of energy. He is your fish at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> He's nine feet. Nine feet of fish. Let's go. Um, oh, I need his five more feet. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to it could you could just continue to catch fish, like uh, Harambe and Susanna in the water. Spencer, so Spencer, while he's applauding the catch, he turns back to the ugly fucking bald guy and tells him, "Yes, it's like it seems that uh." The ladies of this town at least have 
something far more attractive to finally look at as I hit him with a vicious mockery. Yeah! Whoa. That was great! <laughs> <laughs> one. Well, I'm not trying to hurt him. I'm just trying to, like... Nope. Like, oh. Uh, it's, the dis it's the disadvantage that comes with it is more the... He fails. Uh, so, Lord Bakaris is just like, oh, taken aback by your words, sputters into his drink. It's like, oh, well, I never... So rude. These, ugh, these uppity fisher folk. And he, come on, Bakaris the Younger. And he slaps his son on the shoulder and, like, pulls him away through the crowd. And they leave. Why doesn't call him Junior? Uh, he does not. Uh, uh, bonus action? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> that was great. Well, uh, give me a survival check. Sitting on <laughs> one foot of fish. Hope not. Sixteen? Uh, fish on, my man. Fish on. Let's see what kind of fish. Uh, uh -oh. you roll in a a couple minutes of fighting. It seems a little, uh, a little easier than the eel. Almost like the eel was more nimble. Um, you have pulled in a tiny, curious carp. It is one foot long. Fuck off. That's what I got sitting last on, time. Sitting on Damn. two feet of fish. <laughs> Uh, Sir Xander, you are in the water, sir. It'd be fun, yes, I, <laughs> It'd be fun I if it was the same fish. I am helping uh, Harambe lift. Just like uh, hugging him in joy. Like, we did it! We did it for Green Show! Yeah. He blessed us this evening! Look at it! It's so grand! I imagine so they're, Xander, both, like, they're both holding it up like over their heads. Yeah. It takes, yeah. takes two of them like, to lift yeah. it because it's so long. Yeah. It takes two of them. Uh, so you can either continue to, like, Harambe has this fish in hand. You no longer really need to help him with this fish. Uh, also, Harambe, on your turn as well, this fish is well in hand. And and someone has measured it kind of in the water with you. Yep. Uh, so on your turn, you can climb out and continue to fish for the remaining round. Uh, so, Sir Xander, you can climb out and assist someone else or Harambe in the next round of fishing. What would you like to do? Uh, do you do other two boys need uh, need assistance? I'm not gonna come anywhere close unless I catch that same fish again. Uh, yeah, Dor <laughs> Dorville has caught several good-looking fish. Quellen has caught a couple of fish, uh, just a little, little less length. Uh, Harambe clearly in the re lead right now with uh, a lot of fish. Did did you they put the big that, guy I back, or is the big fish. guy just like exhausted? Oh, yeah, no, once once they once they uh, measure it, they kind of you know let him like kind of wave him around in the water a little bit, you know move the water through his gills, and he slowly, slowly just swims off back into the deep. It's potential you could uh, catch him again. <laughs> I'll wait up. I'll I'll climb back up onto the dock. Uh, I guess hold my hand out for Harambe if he's coming back. And kind of just wait out until somebody else needs help. Okie dokie. Uh, so Callum, you see uh, Xander helping Harambe out. Dorville's still fishing. Spencer, uh, sorry, not Spencer. Krellen's still fishing. What you like to do? I'm going to go over to Krellen this time and say, hey, it's all good. You got this. And I'm going to give you him guidance. This. You got this, bro. I might hey, as well do buddy. one to everybody, I right? Yeah. That. Everybody <laughs> gets one. 
work down the line. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> promotes uh, promotes teamwork. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> a little butt pat, about butt pat to everybody yeah. on the way by. Yeah, a little booty tap. Yeah, a little booty tap. A little booty <laughs> tap. <laughs> there it is. All right, Dorval. Uh, you got you got uh, you got some fish on the line. I'll tell you, you're sitting at four and a half feet worth of fish. Nothing to nope. shake a stick at. Uh, give me a survival check. With advantage, because you have your own gear. Yes, sir. Damn! Uh, that's a lot of fish. So close. That's a lot of fish. Uh, you managed to pull in... Uh, let me see here. It's a fight. It's a fight and a half. Uh, but you managed to eventually, with some effort, pull in uh, a greater curious carp. There's five feet long. God damn it. Yes! <laughs> Dorville uh, is super happy because he's looking at it. He's like, I know this. I can do this. I, I, I can beat the greatest legend fish. I can do this with my multiple fish. <laughs> I got this. Yeah, you're sitting on... Uh, Quantity, not quantity. Accumulated Sorry, quantity, length. not quality. Excuse me. Yes. I don't know. That's pretty uh, cool. You got, uh, you got three three fish of decent size. A three-footer, one and a half, and a five-foot fish. Look, Harabe is, is not doing this to win. He's doing it for the memes, as he should. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said the words. No, you said the words. You triggered, you've triggered a wild coke. Oh, oh my god, you've no idea. Jim Jam, I hope you win everything. I, I'm just so happy. <laughs> I didn't even want to listen to that fan and I just can't believe it. it I'm, I'm fucking flabbergasted. Oh. Memes are real. Love it. Oh no. Jeez, you so killed him. Good. You really killed him. It's going to be Harambe's turn. <laughs> Get out of the water. You get out of the water. Get out of the water. Yeah. You get out of the water. Cast That's your movement. Line. Yeah. Yeah. You can use your action to make a survival check. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, you roll a natural fucking twenty. You still you have, have bardic inspiration. <laughs> you do yeah. still have bardic inspiration. Uh, this is twenty. Twenty total. Twenty. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> So Harambe climbs out of the water. I imagine climbs out of the water, beats his chest, eats two bananas, past the line. <laughs> yeah! Doesn't struggle in the slightest, just cast the line, yanks it back as he pulls out a greater curious carp that measures five feet in length. Oh my God. One fluid action. Yeet, yeet. Whoosh! This big fucking fish lands on the on the ground as judges running over to measure it so they can quickly get it back in the water. Five feet long. Such a god. My face hurts. Uh, uh, <laughs> Your face bombing so hard. My 
My face hurts. <laughs> I'm smiling. Uh, I'm saying nonsense. That'll end my turn. <laughs> so, yeah, well. So Spencer looks over at the mayor. And says, I can see why this is such a popular festivity of yours. It is a great deal of fun. So she's pulling in fish as well. Like it's it's pretty. She's is she is she out. like just like sweating and pissed off because she's getting yeah, she's beaten like, so oh handily. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Gotta get fish. Um. Uh. You said I could use like. I can make like some sort of like a charisma check or something like that to like cheer someone on. I want to attempt uh, yeah. to cheer on uh, Krellen. Okay, you can give him. You can basically give him advantage with your action. What do you say to him? Yeah, I. I tell him is like, like, don't let this get you down. Uh, maybe aim your aim your line a little bit over to the right so that you do not <laughs> catch that same fish for a third time. <laughs> but you one lazy it. fish out there just like oh god oh, god. oh food. food oh god oh god oh so good same brain dead fish oh. I'm, I'm done okay Krellen the survival check with advantage yeah and guidance and guidance, and guidance. oh is a fish named Reese too 17 21. Oh, Jory, uh, oh, Jory, did you roll, roll a, a D4, D4 for guidance? Oh, so I automatically had a D4 because I was you thinking of, like, fucking, it's not a four, it's a D4. That's because everybody yeah. else keeps getting a four. That's why he's thinking that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> oh, look! Hey! 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 21. Uh, Look, if we roll enough fours, he'll stop asking us and just make it four every time by default. Right? Yep. Yep. No, no, I will not. Uh, so, Krellen, feeling emboldened by Spencer's words, the inspiration of Callum, casts his line out of the water. Won't be undone. He won't. He's caught a few little piddling little fish here to begin with. He's sitting on two feet worth of fish, uh, but he casts the line out and is. He's, Maybe a little bit of doubt in the back of his mind. He's not thinking, ah, well, I've lost. And all of a sudden, who'd you? He's lurched forward as he reels in uh, over the course of a couple of minutes. This five foot long, sorry, six foot long monstrosity of a fish. This, this gigantic, greater curious carp. It is an overly large carp for its size that is not Benabog. So that will be six more feet of fish, putting you on eight hey. feet of fish. Jimmy is sitting at nine and a half feet of fish. Harambe, they get 14 feet of fish, uh, is the winner <laughs> the of way this he likes round. It. I, I would posit that with, with Callum's fish, it's not so much that he caught a big fish as he caught that same one-foot fish again. <laughs> And as he yanked it free from the water, this six-foot fish jumps out and swallows the small fish. Oh. <laughs> and he pulls that in. Yes. Uh, it still counts. Also, want to say thank pulls you. In, you know, five feet worth of fish, not to be outdone at the end, showing his skills. Uh, but with Benabog, the line breaker. As well as a five-foot fish, Harambe stands as the round, the winner of this round. Mayor Raven comes over to you and personally shakes your hand, and she's like, "That was. It's been it's been a couple of years since we've seen Benabog out here. Good job, like really good job. I would like to present you." And she gives you 
burr fishing rod. It is Ooh. beautiful. It is ornately carved. It is pristine in its shape. It has kingfisher symbols uh, carved into like the kind of the base of it. Uh, it is made of like very nice wood. Uh, and she grabs your hand, throws it in the air, and she's like, "We have the victor of this round of the fishing." He caught Bedibog the line breaker. And a bunch you know of people like? who are nearby was like, yes, yes. I feel, like, I feel like that meme where it's like Michael Scott shaking. He's like all confused. Like, are you real? This is real. <laughs> you could say, you could say she gave him a really nice rod. She oh, did. It gave him the nicest <laughs> of rods. Well done, Sean. <laughs> the nicest of, wrong, of rods. Uh, it was close. Run? Of bronze. It was close. Of bronze? <laughs> it was pretty close. What a back-to-back crits get out. That's funny. Back-to-back uh, oh -back crits. Just fucking clutch that. Jesus. Clutch. Brutal. Oh, Amazing. Brutal. So. This is just fishing. I just want to... <laughs> just, just fishing, bro. If that's fishing. It's a shame we had to put them back. If we could, if we had only kept them all, they'd probably be set for fish for the rest of the year. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, so your round of fishing uh, kind of winds down. The mayor, uh, you know, having given her rod away, uh, she's like, "Well, I guess I'm done fishing for the day." And she proceeds to like walk into the crowd, like shaking hands and talking to people here, talking to people there. Um, Becklin will kind of come over. She's like, "Well, that was that was an impressive performance put on by all of you. Holy shit! Like, holy <laughs> shit! Good job! And you got Bedabog the line breaker. Right? And she comes over to Harame, like grabs his shoulders and like shakes him. She's like, "That is such a fortuitous sign." It there is. could be nothing but good things in your future. Green Shield blesses us this day. It's great. Yup. Oh. Uh. Oh God, I can't. My face hurts so much. Uh. <laughs> it's almost, well, if you're like my militia are getting ready, they're gonna head up to high to high hill pretty soon here and uh, get ready for the uh, the reenactment. Uh, if you're still willing to take part in it, you know, we'll we'll head up there pretty quick. I wouldn't go too far. Absolutely. Yeah. Leave on a high note. Oh. I mean, we just call that a Luke note. Yep. Ha, 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 ha. No high force here. Want, I also want to thank you, Luke, for calling Six Inches Monstrous. Really feel appreciated. <laughs> You're a good friend, Luke. <laughs> I do what I can. Uh, well, I don't want to end it, but I mean, that feels like a pretty good place to end it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen here at the Polyhedral Pub. We are Coke as Harambe, Sean as Callum, Jimmy as Doverell, Chris as Krellen, 
Alex as Sir Xander, Kevin as Spencer St. Clair, Luke as our Dungeon Master, with special thanks to Tiffany for all of her behind-the-scenes help. Episodes of this podcast will come out weekly, but you can also catch us every other Saturday recording our sessions live over on Twitch. Broadcasted by Luke at Repercussions, double underscore, Kevin at Zepic, and Coke at Cokesure 3. Links will be in the episode description. As always, a big thank you to Sirenscape for all the background music and audio you've been hearing. Sirenscape.com, because epic games need epic sound. Until next time.